Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. When the red light goes... Take two. When the red light goes off, we're just getting started. This is Off Air with Chris Thomas and Mike Conti. Giving you a look behind the scenes of Atlanta's top sports station. As we take you through the top stories of the week from the world of sports and entertainment. Welcome to Off Air. All right. Welcome, welcome, welcome on in to the latest episode of the Off Air podcast i am chris thomas joined for now maybe not just for now by my head honcho mike conti of atlanta hawks atlanta united you hear him all over the radio station 92 on the game you did not hear him on the last episode because he got to do something very cool which we'll touch on briefly thanks to dylan matthews for sliding on in mike how was your weekend very eventful lots of stops <laughs> uh things we need to get into on this episode yeah absolutely i guess we're going to do the recap of the unofficial 92 9 the game holiday party which i decided i could still host after getting back from brooklyn at four in the morning and waking up a couple hours later to start cleaning i was uh I was fading by the end of it, but I hope everyone had a good time. And uh, yeah, eventful times right now around the radio station. So let's have some fun talking about it. Yeah, we'll get into uh, the nuts and bolts of the party. But uh, did you enjoy your stint uh, calling the the Hawks games on TV? That must have been oh, a good experience. Yeah, it was amazing. Uh, I had a blast. Uh, obviously, the the circumstances are really unfortunate with Bob uh, being a little under the weather. It sounds like he's doing a lot better. I've been talking to him, and I, I think he'll be back really soon. But, yeah, I mean, just uh, incredible experience. Although I was joking with uh, the Bally staff on Wednesday. I'm like, man, you, you know, I'm filling in for Bob. This is the first time I'm calling an NBA game on TV. Why can't we do this in, like, Charlotte or right. New Orleans or, you know, Washington, a, a building that, you know, it's kind of easy to work with and uh, doesn't have that much of an atmosphere. And instead, you know, you're throwing me into the front row of Madison Square Garden. And I look behind me and I'm like, wow, there's John McEnroe. And there's uh, there's that guy from that show. Like, it, it, it was um, it was pretty surreal. I had a great time. Uh, I wish I could have kept going with it. Um, you know, they had other ideas. But uh, the, the two games I got to do were um, a blast. Had a lot of fun. And... Uh, very, very grateful. At least I had the opportunity to do those two games. 
Um, so this was the first 92.9 holiday party post-COVID. That's right. So yeah. the last, last couple years, uh, you know, better safe than sorry, especially in 2020. Uh, what, what would you say were the biggest differences uh, coming back? Because this was my first one as well. Okay. Well, it, you know, I think every year we've tried to tweak the food a little bit. Um, and this year, like my an initial plan before everything went down with the Hawks was I was going to take Friday off and just stay home all day and cook. You know, I, I was going to put some pork loin on the egg. I was going to smoke some pork loin. I was going to do a prime rib. Uh, like, everything was going to be homemade. The food was going to be a lot different because in the past, like, we've gotten catering from a bunch of different restaurants. We did, like, a pasta party one year. Uh, we did kind of past hors d'oeuvres one year. Not past hors d'oeuvres. That, that makes it sound like we have a, you know, waiter or, or a waitress. <laughs> like, uh, we're not that fancy. But... uh you know, we have like finger foods, uh, warm finger foods this year because um, of the whole thing with uh, the Hawks. I just I had to go to the grocery store and basically just say, all right, I need 500 figure sandwiches and a fruit plate and a veggie plate. And we're just going to have to go with something easy. Um, so the, the food was different. The first year we had it, Chris. I want to say it was 20... Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. 17 or 18. I think it was 2017. The first year we had it, we had so many people. You actually, like, you couldn't even move around. We had so many people. It was shoulder to shoulder in my kitchen. And what we discovered was everyone wants to be in the kitchen. Hmm. Uh, you have this whole big house. You're having a party. But everyone wants to be in the kitchen. So the adjustment we made the next year was, okay, we got to get the bar out of the kitchen at least. Because if people want to have a drink, we have to make them move to another part of the house. So uh, we did what you saw on Saturday. We, we cleaned out our garage and basically set up the bar in the garage. Unfortunately, it was a nice enough night. It was kind of warm out. So it just it kind of forced people out of our kitchen and into the garage and um, – uh, so that was a di difference. It, it was definitely the smallest crowd we've had for it. Uh, I want to say we ended up with like close to 50 people. Usually it's about twice that. So um, I know people had other things going on, but it was a really, really good turnout. And honestly, the, the smaller turnout made it more manageable, made it a lot more fun for me. But uh, the biggest difference, I think, was probably the food. The, the, the consistency about the party, Chris, every year, for some reason, I don't know how this works. 
Leanne and I end up at the end of the night with more liquor than what huh. we started with. I don't know how that works. Well, everybody brings a little something. They feel like they need to contribute. There was a bottle of wine in there somewhere that yeah. I don't know if people drank or not. I mean, everybody just, you know, brings a little something, something. All right. Down to the nuts and bolts of it. Uh, I think the thing that that shocked me most for listeners of 92.9 The Game was uh, as soon as I walk down the stairs, I see this bright pink jovial man sitting in the corner uh, sort of directing traffic. And that was one John Chuckery. John Chuckery, who, yeah. Who, for all the the gruff and the and the spewing of hot takes that he does on the radio, the man shows up in a bright pink shirt <laughs> and is as happy as a clam, and uh, just a total personality shift from Chuckery. I thought that was that was very fun. You know, there are two or three people at the radio station who I know just live for this party. Uh, and John Chuckery, John Parlow is probably the other. John Chuckery is, is absolutely one of them. I know how much he enjoys this party. And and the funny thing is, like, you, you're right, Chris. Like, you listen to John on the radio. He sounds gruff. He sounds maybe a little bit arrogant at times, inapproachable at times. Uh, he's like the total opposite in a social setting. He's fun. He's hilarious. He's absolutely hilarious. And, and that's why... I tend to gravitate towards Chuckery at this party. Like, you know, you're trying to be a good host and make sure the ice is always available and that, you know, we aren't running out of something and that, you know, you have to take the food out of the oven at times. But but when I'm in my down moments hosting the party, I always try to be near Chuckery because he's just a laugh riot. He is hilarious. He does a dead-on impersonation of someone who works here at the radio station, and I cannot <laughs> stop laughing every time he does it. So you're right, Chris. Like, he is an absolute joy to be around. But when you listen to him on the radio, you think, man, like, he's he, he's kind of a little gruff. He, he's a little bit intimidating. And it, that's really not the case at all. He's a sweetheart. Oh, it was great to see that side of him. All yeah. right, two, two other guys that need to be called out for attire-related reasons and that is the aforementioned john parla who yeah. showed up as if he was going to like the met gala or something <laughs> with a checkered pattern three-piece suit pink shirt underneath tie his is uh i don't know if that's his wife or his lady friend she was decked out yeah, she looked say. great as well yeah yep. she looked beautiful and then uh our very own bo johnson who yeah. i'm starting to discover lives for these moments because last weekend when we were doing our big uh, championship Saturday preview show, he shows up in an LSU Tigers <laughs> suit. And this weekend he shows up in a Christmas suit. So I'm starting to think Bo Johnson's a little look at me, Louie. Where do you buy this stuff? Right? I don't know. Like, what, what store do you go to, to buy it? You're right. It, it literally was a Christmas suit. Like it was, um, it was a blazer that had like, um, how would you describe it, Chris? Like a snowflake and Christmas-like uh, pattern on it. Yes. Uh, and it was a very, very bright blue. And I, I'm thinking like, where do you go to buy this? Like, do, do you go over to Stone Mountain to the discount store to buy it? <laughs> do you have to, you know, order it on Amazon? I mean, Bo really stood out. We we had, I, I don't know if you worked here when Mark Owens was here, Chris. No. Uh, Mark used to produce the Midday Show. Uh, with Rick and um, and John, and 
Mark Owens was very much the same way. He was a look at me, Louie, uh, at these parties. He'd always wear a Santa hat, uh, sometimes like a Santa jacket, you know, like the, the red velvet jacket, a Santa yep. jacket. Uh, Paul Bible, who also used to produce the, the midday show with um, Rick and John, he was at the party. He wore his Clark Griswold Chicago Blackhawks jersey, which I, I loved. I love Christmas Vacation. I wore my Clark Griswold yep. t-shirt to the party. But but back to, to John for a second. You know, I tell people, guys, this is casual. Like, this is not a fancy dress-up party. This is casual. If I could, I'd wear pajamas. Right. Literally. Like, I, I thought you had the right idea. You, you were wearing shorts. I thought that was brilliant. Because it gets really hot in someone's house when you have mm-hmm. forty or fifty people in there. Like if I could, if I could pull that off, I would have worn shorts. And you're right. You have Parla and Becky, his fiance, who showed up. You know, like they were going to go have a nice dinner at Marcel. Like, yeah. they, in fact, in fact, I told Parla, and I'm not joking. Parla was wearing the same jacket that Dominique was wearing the night before in Brooklyn <laughs> TV broadcast with him. So, And for those of you who don't know, John Parla is one of our account executives at the radio station. He works in the sales department. He really takes this party very, very seriously, and, and I love him for it because he helps us with a lot of the alcohol. He makes sure that, um, you know, we're always having a good time. We, we love John so much, and uh, and he really made the party go. But but yeah, like I just I want people to to be casual and have fun. Like our friend Ryan Cameron uh, w- was at the party. Ryan used to work for V one hundred three, works for another radio station in town now, uh, and he came and he he was wearing like his little Christmas sweatshirt. That's great. That's what I want. I want people to be comfortable. I don't want anyone to feel like they have to even wear shoes when they're inside our house. We're, <laughs> if you've stayed at my house before. It's a very yes. very informal house. We have dogs. Uh, we don't need to be dressed up because we're radio people, but you know, you know what I thought, Chris, and I love your opinion on this. I think we got confirmation that our wives and girlfriends are always going to dress better than us. Yes. Like Mike, Mike McKenzie's girlfriend looked beautiful. She's wearing oh, a yeah. dress. Look, look just gorgeous. Uh, Bo Johnson's girlfriend looked great. Uh, she was wearing a very nice dress next to Bo who kind of looked like he, you know, got something from the Salvation Army, (laughs) you know, um, Josh Hagedone's uh, significant other. I can't remember if it was a wife or fiance or girlfriend. Look, just absolutely beautiful. Josh is one of our, our producers here on the radio station. Um, like the, the significant others at the party were, um, I mean, they, they, they really dressed up for it. And I, I appreciate that. Meanwhile, us guys were like, yeah, whatever, you know, just I'll, put the game on and that's put all, the game that's on. all. Put, put the fight on. Like I, yeah. I had to, I had to figure out a way to get the UFC going because Joe Patrick and Abe wanted to watch it. Uh, yeah, we don't care what we look like. We just want to have our bourbon and have a good time. Exactly. And that is a perfect place to transition into <laughs> our next topic. All right. Well, we didn't get out the lampshade award. Oh, you know what? That's right. (laughs) Did did anyone earn a lampshade this year? Abe Gordon. Absolutely. Couldn't get him to leave. You know, and and like literally, I I was starting to fall asleep waiting for Chuckery and Abe Gordon to leave. And Chuckery kind of got the hint. Like, okay, I I see you're you're tired. I'm going to go. Freaking Abe. Could not get that guy out of my kitchen. Oh, man. 
he brought this handle of Jim Beam Peach. And uh, I'm like, hey, you know, you really didn't need to bring anything. He's like, no, I'm, I'm drinking this myself. Yeah, this is for no one else. So I was cleaning up the next morning. The handle of Jim, Bim, Jim Beam Peach was half gone. Oh. If, Abe, if Abe was drinking that by himself, no wonder I couldn't get rid of him. But he wow. gets, Abe's a very chatty guy to begin with. Yes. You get him going with a little bit of uh, Jim Beam, and he gets really chatty. And he had a lot to chat about as I was, you know, at my kitchen table doing this. <laughs> so Abe definitely, I mean, it was a runaway lampshade winner this year. Abe All Gordon. right. All right, Abe. You know what that means. Next year, get get the hint, pal. We love you. Oh, no, it's cool. I mean, he had to wait for an Uber, too. And that's the other thing. Like, I, I, I would much rather make sure he's safe yes. and everyone's safe and, and wait out the Uber as opposed to doing something really stupid. Oh, shout out to Dylan and his uh, lovely girlfriend. who Simone, that's me. another good example. I mean, yep. far outdressed Dylan. Far outdressed him. Great example. And They uh, got you home? They brought me there and back. Okay, they're great people. I yeah. love them and Simone. Love and them. Uh, they they were uh, arguing about the music choice in the car the entire ride there. And the well, that ride. sounds like Dylan too. Yeah, <laughs> Dylan wanted Dylan wanted Drake, and she wanted uh, Christmas music. So of course, Dylan is Drake fan number one. I I, I don't get it, but uh... right. now we will transition for real. Um, all right, Mike, this is your first. Holiday season as head honcho of 92.9 The Game. You know what that means. <laughs> Schedules. Yay. <Yeah. laughs> so basically the way it works in sports radio is, you know, it's run. This is one of the few times that it's run like a regular company where, you know, the full-time employees get off a lot of time for the holidays between Christmas and New Year's, those couple weeks sandwiched in between. So how do you manage keeping the lights on in this place, putting out a good product and making sure that everyone gets their time off? Well, the, the huge priority for me as a manager is making sure that everyone has the ability to get their time or as close to the amount of time as they need. Um, that's a really, really big deal to me. Uh, the, the holidays are an important time to mentally recharge and refresh and also be with your family. And I think we talked about this last week on the show. I, I kind of feel like as a manager, you know, I trust all my people. I know every single person who works here knows what to do, knows how to do. It. I mean, we even had an instance on Saturday where uh, we had a schedule emergency and Eric Slaughter stepped in and did a really, really great job on no notice hosting a show. So, you know, everyone here, I trust my job is to, to serve you guys, right? To, to make sure that you guys have everything you need to do the best job possible. And I, I think one of those things is your rest. So, you know, I've worked at radio stations. I've worked for program directors who have been really, really hardcore about, you must work Christmas. You must work Christmas Eve. You must work New Year's Day. Uh, we have listeners that, that, you know, demand to hear you do the news at 6 a.m. on New Year's Day. I work for a program director like that. A couple program directors like that. Um, I did not enjoy that. I, I found that to be very demotivating. So for our full-time staff, uh, it's really, really important to me that that they get their rest. 
And I know I can do that because we have a part-time staff that is incredibly capable of putting out informative and entertaining radio while the full-timers get the rest. But the part-timers need rest too, right? Like, you know, whether you're a full-timer or a part-timer, Christmas Day is Christmas Day. Um, we are not going to do any local content on the radio station Christmas Day. There are quite a few NFL games that day. We're going to run those. Um, New Year's Day, there's nothing we can do about that. There's a Falcons game. So uh, most of our normal staff will, will have to work New Year's Day. Uh, but we're going to try to give as many people off as we can on January the 2nd. So at least they still have a holiday. Same thing with New Year's Eve. I mean, there are certain things we sign up for. If George is in a playoff game on New Year's Eve, we kind of know, like, yeah, we're going to work. And we're going to be okay with that. You know, the, if the Falcons are playing on New Year's Day, we're going to work. We're going to be okay with that. Falcons played on Thanksgiving uh, in 2016, 17, and 18. You know, it it just it is what it is. It's what we sign up for. We know that we have to, uh, you know, put on a presentation for our listeners. And, and you adapt. You know what's coming. You have your Thanksgiving dinner maybe the day before, the day after, and you roll with it. So I think what you're going to hear on the radio station, Chris, is a, a, a lot of our full-timers are not taking off. I think Andy and Randy are going to be here over the, the full two weeks. John and Hugh are going to be here over the full two weeks. Uh, I think the only full-timers who are taking off is Carl's going to be off, I want to say, the week before Christmas, and Mark Zinno's going to fill in for Mike Bell. Uh, or maybe I have that reversed. I'm sorry. Maybe Mike Bell is off the week before Christmas mm. and I was filling in. I have that reversed. I'm sorry. And then Carl, between Christmas and New Year's, he'll be off, and Rob Tribble will fill in with Mike Bell. That's kind of the only, like, soft policy we have where, um, you know, if we have a two-man show, we don't want both people off at the same time. Uh, but actually, it really kind of worked out this year, Chris, where – uh, there weren't a ton of scheduling challenges. My biggest priority is making sure guys like you, whose family lives out of town, are are able to get the time that you need to be with your family because that's really important. And yeah, we're going to have people in here Christmas Day. And, um, you know, it's my job to make sure that those people know how much I appreciate them being here and working on Christmas Day because we are a 24-7 operation, but... I also am realistic enough to know that um, there's not a lot of people in their car uh, on Christmas Day. There's not a lot of people choosing radio over family time or watching a football game on TV on Christmas Day. So I'm not going to make people work on Christmas just to make people work. I, I, I want our staff to recharge and have time with their family, and and fortunately... Uh, again, we, we have an amazing crew of part-timers who are willing to step up to the plate and, and do what they need to do. Yeah, it helps that uh, both Christmas and New Year's, I think, fall on weekends this year, too. So It does, but, but quite see. frankly, next year, Chris, it'll fall on a Monday, and I'm going to make sure everyone has the day off. Yeah, uh, That's just that's really important to me I, because I've been on the other side of that, uh, and it's not worth it to me to um, – demotivate our staff or cost people valuable time with their family and friends on a holiday because we're trying to prove a point about being live and local on Christmas day. Um, you know, other program directors might disagree with me on that, but I think it's more important that our people are happy 
and recharged. Yeah, the juice isn't worth the squeeze. Yeah, great way to right. handle it. Great analogy. All right. Our third and final segment, second and final transition. Uh, let's end on a happy note, shall we? Because yeah. we got some cool audio over the weekend from the world of the NBA. You know that uh, the Golden State Warriors coming off their latest championship, not having the season, although playing better of late, not having the season that uh, one thought they may have so far out there in the West. But uh, Steph Curry and his adorable family once again proved that they are the royalty of the NBA. He was walking with his young son, young son Cannon, uh, after a game, and uh, you got this exchange. We can play at a high level with the best in the league. Um, I just got to keep putting together night after night to get back to who we are, but it's a great win. Protect our home court, get ready to go on the road. Let go. Head up, So that is uh, Steph's son, Cannon, turning around and saying hello to Uncle Clay there as he was holding his <laughs> hand. Clay goes up to him and smiles and kind of rubs his shoulder. It was just a really nice moment that reminds you that, hey, you know, at the end of the day, they're athletes, they're superstars, they're millionaires, but they're people just like us with families who want to spend time with them and who form bonds with their teammates. Yeah, that's spot on, Chris. Uh, I think we forget that sometimes as fans uh, and as sports talk personalities too. It's one of the difficult things, I think, when, when, when we have the discussions about, oh, they got to get rid of this player or they've got to get rid of this coach. We, that's tough for me sometimes because I know these people on like a human level, not, not just as players and coaches. Uh, and it, it, it's, it's very, very difficult to uh, kind of, press on with doing our job of holding these guys accountable. Uh, and and it, sometimes I think we go too far and it dehumanizes them. I always feel bad when I see someone lose their job. Like when Frank DeBoer, uh, Atlanta United's um, manager, got fired in 2020, I was, I was really, really bummed by that because Frank was a good friend to Jason and I and very accessible and we love chatting with him and, and now you're not going to see him anymore and that sucks. You, you hate that. Uh, you, you kind of forget that they are human beings with families. Now, on the other hand, there are, of course, Chris, the cynical, crusty reporters <laughs> who might accuse Steph Curry of having his son in the press conference room uh, as a decoy to make sure he doesn't get asked any tough questions. There is that theory out there as well. Um, you know, there, there's a prominent collegiate football coach who uh, often will bring his young children into the press conference with him after a loss mm. and deflection more, tactic. Yes. The more uh, cynical set of um, people in our industry might say, Hey, he's doing that. So we don't ask him as tough a question that we're not as confrontational. So it does go both ways. I'm not cynical by the way. I, I just, I love to see the interaction. Um, and I think the players love it too. Like even the ones who don't have kids, I think they really, really like it when there are young kids around it. It's just, it's a change of pace for them, you know, and, and they can have fun and, and let their guard down and, and be uncle clay, uh, in the, the case of clay Thompson there. Um, I think anyone who 
doubts the sincerity of any of this. We just point them back to the uh, Freddie Freeman press conference from exactly. last season where he couldn't he couldn't speak. I mean, he was so emotional that it took several attempts to sit down in front of a microphone and address uh, the Atlanta media and the Atlanta fans. And he, he and his uh, lovely family became just such a big part of, you know, the game day experience for the team and the fans and, you know, social media. And you, you really feel like you get to know part of these people. And, uh, you know, we're coming up on one of these again with our guy Dansby Swanson, who was just here in studio at 92.9 The Game just a few weeks ago. A uh, very big decision for him, and he sort of took over the mantle from Freddie Freeman last year to become the leader, and he has a very tough decision to make. Does he want to keep those familial ties and keep the, you know, being the face of the Atlanta Braves as he starts his own family? He just got married over the weekend, so we're seeing countless examples of this just here in the ATL alone, Matt Ryan, you know, after 15 years, raised his kids here with his wife, and now he's in Indianapolis, maybe wishing he retired. So, you know, there's all sorts of uh, things that prove that these athletes are, Mike, they're just like us. They are. They really are. And that's why, and you're probably like me, you, you don't get intimidated. Like when Dansby Swanson was um, in here a couple weeks ago, we had a really good chat here in this office. Yeah. Because, you know, he's just a regular guy like you and I. In fact, he's a regular guy who likes talking about sports other oh, than he baseball. Was great. He was, was great fantastic. on the air, yeah. But, but that's the thing. Like, we, we don't get starstruck because we deal with these people on a daily basis, and we know, just like us, they're regular people. Um, that's why I always get a kick out of, um, and you probably get this too, Chris, like if you're – in a restaurant or at a Starbucks or a grocery store or something, you start talking and someone, someone goes, Hey, are, are you that guy on the radio? Um, like I always get a kick out of that because I'm just a regular guy buying, you know, a hoagie right. or, uh, or, you know, dog food or something like that. Like, I don't, I don't feel like I'm any different or any, uh, you know, any more special than anyone else. Uh, and I, I think these athletes, you know, deep down, they, they probably feel the same way. They just want to be, regular people sometimes and um goes back to what we talked about last week that's one thing i'm trying to do here at the radio station is just create a form for guys like dansby to come up here and just be regular guys yeah. who want to talk sports and hopefully our listeners get a kick out of that yeah they don't want they don't want the gushy gooey star treatment stuff to them that's that I, you you ask 90 percent of these now there are the select few that you know, give me my, give me all the heap the praise on me. My ego can't get enough of it. But mm -hmm. a lot of them just want to come in and hang out, and you know that that's so much of their life when they're on the field and when they're, you know, doing their doing their athlete thing. That when they're kicking it at a radio station or at an event somewhere, they just want to they just want to be like you and me, like you just said. So that's that's. You know, it's something that maybe the average fan doesn't get to experience as much as somebody like me and you do because we work in sports media. So between call-ins and meetings and events, we are a little bit more exposed to it. But you know, we're not we're not rubbing elbows with the with the no. upper crust every single day either. Definitely all not. Right. All right. Well, that will do it for this latest edition of the Off Air Podcast, Mike. It was good to have you back. I don't know if we'll have any equally 
fun stories next time about Christmas parties and doing Hawks games, but we'll do our best to keep the uh, listeners entertained and engaged about what's going on at 92.9 The Game. It's always something going on here at the radio station, and uh, I love talking about it. So great to be with you again, and thanks to Dylan for filling in for me on Wednesday. I appreciate yep. that. Dylan Matthews did a great job. All right, check out Mike on social media at MikeConti929. I am at C Thomas Radio, and this has been the latest edition of the Off Air Podcast. All right. Thank you, Mike. You got it. No problem, man. I'll see you in a bit.